You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all of you, Foxborough faithful. You are now locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast. It is Monday, August 2nd, 2021, and we're about to kick off week two of Patriots training camp here on your daily home for news, notes, and analysis. Infused with the occasional opinion on your six-time Super Bowl champions, the New England Patriots. Just a friendly reminder that after you listen to today's episode of Locked On Patriots, check out my colleagues, NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson, as they host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news, notes, and insight on every game, every team, and every move around the NFL. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Greetings and salutations, Patriots Nation, and thank you for kicking off your work week with me right here on Locked On Patriots. My name is Mike DeBate, and I cover your New England Patriots for Patriot Maven of Sports Illustrated. I am also your host of the Locked On Patriots podcast, which of course is a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And folks, because it's your team every day, that means your questions, comments, and feedback are always welcomed and very much appreciated. So share that feedback. Send it to the internet by reaching out to me and following me on Twitter at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. And while you're out there doing some Monday meddling through the Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well at L-O underscore Patriots. Pats fans, week one of 2021 training camp in Foxborough is in the books, and it's time for week two. Week two is where the competition gets amped up. We're expecting the pads to be put on on Tuesday, August 3rd. And starting today out there on the practice field, Monday, August 2nd, the competition level was amped up a bit. Cam Newton, Mac Jones continue to compete for the top spot in the quarterback depth chart. The Patriots defenders continue to prove why this defense is going to be a fun unit to watch in 2021. And Bill Belichick lent a little wisdom and counsel when it came to the Nikhil Harry situation this morning. If that's not enough, some of the Patriots rookies are really rounding into form. And today here on the pod, we're going to discuss three in particular that have a chance to be immediate impact players for the New England Patriots. And I'll give you a little hint, folks. None of them are Mac Jones. That's not to say Mac won't have an immediate impact, but we're going to be discussing three other rookies today. Defensive tackle Christian Barmore, outside linebacker Ronnie Perkins, and running back Ramondre Stevenson. Monster topics, am I right? Well, it's a good thing that here to lend his wisdom in counsel is the man with the monster green wisdom in counsel. That's right, folks. It's Monday, which means it's hashtag Locked On Murph Monday. The legendary Thomas Murphy is here for his weekly spot, and Murph and I will be discussing those rookies. In Murph's humble opinion, who has been the biggest surprise in camp so far? And do any of those three rookies have the chance to start for the Patriots on day one? We'll also get Murph's thoughts on Bill Belichick's comments regarding Nikhil Harry. And for those of you that may have missed it this morning, Bill spoke to the media shortly after 8.30 a.m. And 
While he did confirm that this week would be a more intense level of practice than we saw in week one, he also dropped a little interesting tidbit on Nikhil Harry. When asked about Nikhil Harry's status for 2021 by Tommy Curran of NBC Sports Boston, Bill responded by saying that Nikhil was indeed working hard and that he's seen improvement in his game. Folks, I can tell you that is the case. Having watched Nikhil firsthand during training camp practice, he looks a little bit crisper. He's running his routes a little bit better. He's still going up and making contested catches, but he looks to be more engaged, and he looks to be more comfortable in this offense. Good sign, right? Well, it depends on your perspective. I know a lot of you out there are still very anti-Nikhil Harry, and look, I understand the argument. He hasn't exactly been as advertised for a first-round pick, especially when so many of the receivers in that class have gone on to greater prominence. Couple that with asking for a trade shortly after the 4th of July, and you can understand why Nikhil might be labeled public enemy number one. However, when Nikhil spoke to the media on Friday, he said that if he were to have to stick around in New England for the better part or the entirety of 2021, he'd be absolutely fine with that. Well, when Bill Belichick was asked whether or not he had discussed a trade proposal with Nikhil, Belichick was unusually candid and said that he had had a good conversation with Nikhil. Of course, he didn't release specifics, saying I'm not going to get into all that, but did say that the two quote-unquote have a good relationship. Now, whether or not this is just Belichick talking up Nikhil Harry to increase his trade value, or whether or not the two in fact have had a heart-to-heart is still anyone's guess. But there is the distinct possibility that if Nikhil Harry does hang around in New England this year, he could still be a pretty effective player for this team. What do we mean by that? Well, that's a question for Murph, and I will bring him in in just a moment as we discuss Nikhil Harry, Christian Barmore, Ronnie Perkins, and Ramondre Stevenson all on this Week 2 Camp Primer episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast when we continue. Locked On listeners, Built Bar, the most delicious, healthy protein bar you've ever tried, has so many delicious flavors. There's something for everyone. And when you talk to a Built Bar fan, and I have folks, believe me when I tell you, there are a lot of you out there, they are passionate about their favorites. If you don't know about the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. But the best part of Built Bar is not even just the delicious flavors they provide. It's the fact that in addition to them being delicious, they're also one of the most healthy treats available today. Each Built Bar has between 17 and 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180 calories per bar, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, and all healthy. Flavors like coconut, cherry barcia, love that name, mint brownie, double chocolate, cookies and cream, and so much more. When you want a treat that's not only pleasing to your palate, but also great for your health, don't delay, do it today. Make Built Bar your go-to protein bar right now. Visit Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Patriots fans, we are set to kick off week two of New England Patriots 2021 training camp in Gillette Stadium in Foxborough, Massachusetts. And who better to break down the action we saw in week one and help us preview the second week is the man that can lend green wisdom and counsel like no other. That's right, folks. It's time for that green wisdom and counsel. He's here and he is ready to roll. Your favorite and mine, my benefactor in this business, the only guest on the pod with his very own branded hashtag, the Count of Murphy Fisto himself, the legendary Thomas Murphy, is back for his weekly appearance here on Lockdown Patriots. Thank you for coming to me in friendship. Thank you for joining me today, Don Murph. 
Always my pleasure, Michael. Always my pleasure, man. It, it's when we started this, it it, it reinvigorated me for for Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, we always we make Mondays fun, bud. It's hashtag Locked On Murph Monday, and I for one like cannot be happier about it. It really is. It really makes yeah. Mondays fun. You know, Mondays are kind of mundane, but not here on Locked On Patriots. <laughs> it's one of our favorite days of the week, and you're the biggest reason why, my friend. Um, I don't know if you've been paying attention to the news. There's some stuff going up in Foxborough. Uh, you know, Patriots are back in action on the football fields. Yeah, Not a lot of people that? are talking about it. It's very much under the radar. No, yeah. all kidding aside, folks. It's always great to see training camp back, you know, in full effect. Uh, mini camps, OTA, they're good primers. But training camp is really where you get a chance to see the team come together. And right. last week was mostly practices either in shorts or a little bit in shells as the end of the week. Pads are coming on this week and week two, and we're going to really start to find out what this team is made out of. And we're going to get your thoughts on camp in just a moment, my friend, some of your camp surprises and a couple in particular, a couple of rookies that I'd like to pick your brain on uh, when it comes to uh, what the, what we will be seeing from them in 2021. But I wouldn't be doing my job unless I started with, I guess you could call this the news of the day, and that Bill Belichick addressed the media on Monday morning, as he does three times per week prior to practice. And kinda. he was asked, uh, <laughs> kind of, <laughs> very, very, very diplomatic way to put it. Um, yep. But uh, in any case, he was asked uh, directly about the status of wide receiver Nikhil Harry. And Murph, we've talked several times about Nikhil here on the pod. His specific question was whether or not he had spoken with Nikhil, whether or not there was any type of progress, and how he expected him to progress on the field. Because, believe it or not, in my observations the last few days of being at camp, Harry actually looked pretty good on the field, including today on Monday. Had a couple of nice grabs. He's been showing some athleticism. He's been showing some engagement out there on the field. Things that he needs to show if he's either showcasing himself for another team or if he's looking to hang around in New England. A couple of weeks ago, we never thought that was possible. The trade request, nobody thought he was coming back, myself included. But Belichick said that the two sides had a recently good conversation, said he wouldn't get into it. Big surprise there. <laughs> but at the same time, Harry also expressed some similar sentiments on Friday after practice. He was asked specifically about his trade request and whether or not he had considered the possibility that he might actually remain in New England. And Nikhil Harry, Harry, excuse me, Nikhil Harry said that he would be very much okay with that prospect. Murph, when you take a look at this encompassing everything, whether uh, it be from the time that the trade request was made, even if you wanted to go back a little bit to the struggles that he had last year, to where we seem to be right now, has your thought process on where Nikhil might spend his 2021 season changed at all? And do you think it's possible he sticks around in New England for the remainder of the year? Um, no, it hasn't changed at all because I've always thought it was possible that he stuck around in New England for a year. Bill's not going to give him up for absolutely nothing. He spent a first-round pick on this guy. Um, a lot of people even speculated that he might get cut, and I, I, I you know, guffawed at that. Um, that's not going to happen either. Um, what what Bill said today was was probably um, the most candid uh, Bill. Parcells ever uh, Bill Parcells Bill Belichick ever get um but no I I don't think he's going anywhere what Bill had to say today was you know 
par for the course with the, the the way Bill is when he sits down with a uh, with any player who's having issues in the way that now and leading up to this guy. It's basically like going to confession. You know, you're sitting <laughs> down with, with with Father Bill, and um, you know he, he's going to keep it there. That it's between you know the two of them, and you're not going to get much else out from that. But it, it has been nice watching him work out on the uh, on the field this year. He is he does seem a little bit crisper. He seems a little more sure of himself. And I don't know if that's you know Cam maybe stepping up and playing a little bit better. Even though you know some people say he is, I'm I'm not seeing the improvements that that some people are saying, or whether it's working with Mac Jones, uh, he is having a in Keel is definitely having a better camp this year. I don't know. We could go back and, and discuss whether or not that that is angling to get your way out, or angling to get your uh, keep yourself on the on the roster. I don't think he's going to not be on this roster come week one. I, I do believe he's going to be here. He's going to be here all year. And um, as we as we said before, you know, Bill Bill could just keep him on the roster and and out of spite and not play the kid <laughs> after what after what uh, his his representation uh, came out and came out with a, a few weeks ago. It, it's it's it wasn't a smart move. I think Nkeel, uh realized it afterwards when he saw the blowback of it, and now he's out here working to make people forget about it ever being said. Yeah, good point. Very, very good point, especially on uh, the bad timing of that type yeah. of trade request right terrible. before training camp. Really, I think putting the team on the spot, putting Nikhil himself on the spot. I don't know if he was advised by friends, family, his agent, whoever it was. But regardless of what, Nikhil Harry did take a, a lot more dirt on his uniform as a result of that trade request. And let's face it, there was already a lot of it on there to begin with. Nikhil hasn't exactly endeared himself to Patriots fan nation. Everybody right now has been very... Uh, soured on on Nikhil. I don't want to say everybody because there are, you know, fans out there, you, me, Steve, you know, to name a couple that really have, uh, you know, believe that there is something there with this kid. Uh, But a vast majority of the fan base really just was ready to chalk it up and and jettison him from the team. But Nikhil is proving that he has a spot on this team. And one of the big things that I've noticed is the emergence of someone like a Nelson Aguilar, even a Kendrick Bourne. These new uh, wide receivers coming in, Aguilar being that vertical threat that the Patriots haven't had in quite some time. Nelson has looked great, by the way, running these routes. Even in the red zone, he's getting open. He's creating separation. This is something that I've really enjoyed watching from him. Kendrick Bourne and Jacoby Myers have been, um, I I call them pass collectors, because they're really, they're collecting a great amount of passes. Uh, They're not doing anything extremely flashy out there on the field, but they're getting you yards, and that really is so important to the timing-based offense. Absolutely. And that's exactly what they're doing, whether it be Jacoby, who Jacoby is a little bit more of a catch machine, catch and hold. Uh, Kendrick can get you a few yards after the catch. But uh, these have been great additions. And I think what it's done for Nikhil is allowed him to get a specialized role and be able to settle into it. And if that's going to be his forte this year, 
Patriots may look at it and say, you know what, for the minimal return that we're going to get for him or releasing him outright, if he's motivated to play and he can play at this level, keep him on the roster, see what you can yep. get from him because he can go up and make contested athletic catches. He's already made a couple in training camp so far. Um, I was one that believed that he had played his final down in New England. I also thought it would be after training camp that they would uh, uh, deal him. I expected it to be into uh, the season, but more I'm looking at it now – it might be best for both sides yep. uh, if they at least come to an agreement for one more year. So one one thing that was how important it is for Nikhil to stay on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, we we've talked at nauseum about his injuries during camp in his first two years and the time that he's missed. So far, um, so good. Knock on wood. Uh, he has been on the field the entire time, and and Bill reiterated what we've said before that you you can't um, contribute to this team if you're not out there learning and working every day during this time period. Absolutely. Wrote about something very similar to that this morning for uh, SI Maven. Uh, Hampered by injuries during his first two years with the Pats, Uh appeared in only 22 of a possible 32 games and missed a lot of practice time in between. It's very difficult to find that synergy, especially in a timing-based offense like the New England Patriots. It's almost impossible to try to get your footing if you're looking to make a name. So maybe this is the clean break. Maybe it was the airing of grievances. Uh, A little early Festivus reference there. (laughs) I know it's not quite July anymore. No Christmas in July anymore. We'll make it Festivus in August. Um, But all kidding aside, uh, maybe this was just exactly the uh, the airing that uh, both of these sides needed to kind of, uh, you know, break and move forward. And we'll see. We'll see what happens because I still think there's something left in Nikhil's tank. Um, and I think that we've uh, we we might be on the cusp of seeing it, but time will tell. But uh, anything and everything is possible in New England. Speaking of which, <laughs> uh, it's a little early to start determining who have been your camp surprises. Yeah, we've seen a lot of these. <laughs> we've seen a lot of these names come out uh, in the past. Uh, you know, you know, we can go back as far as uh, I'm going to bring up the name Zach Sudfeld. Anybody uh, remember that name? Uh, Maurice Harris a couple of years ago was a camp standout. Uh, There are players that seem to rise above um, the the competition and kind of make a name for themselves in camp, uh, much more so than the name they had prior to camp opening. I've observed a couple of these guys on the field so far, and I have my thoughts on this, but from your observations and what you've seen, what you've heard, what you've absorbed, and then digested from camp, uh, who would you say was your camp surprise? Not necessarily a guy that's under the radar. It could be a well-established player as well that's just playing at a level that or a gear that you maybe thought a couple of weeks ago he didn't have. Um. Wow, that 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 yeah, that that took me off off guard there. Um but Ronnie Perkins mm. is um I've written about many times now is is he he's a man among men. This is somebody that, you know, a lot of people talked about getting the the red shirt year um just being a a a cog in in the uh in the machine. This is a man that that knows this game loves this game and wants to go out there and hurt people. <laughs> and I love that in a linebacker. Yeah, guys that want to go out there and hurt people. More than once he's been he's been caught um jawing back and forth during 
this was the game, you would be dead right now. And uh, and I love that. that. That's fantastic. I love what what he's bringing to um, to this team. You know, sooner Booner, man, let let let's go. And I, I really <laughs> cannot wait to see this kid in pads. I can't wait for this first uh, his first opportunity to really um, unleash himself. And, uh, and and get after the quarterback and see the damage that he's going to be able to do. Yeah, I love I love your suggestion about Perkins. And again, uh, we've got a chance to meet with him last week and hear how appreciative and how excited he is to be here right. in New England. And the energy that he brings to the field, that rookie energy is something that the Patriots really, I think, are going to find infectious, especially with a guy named Ronnie, especially with a guy like Ronnie Perkins, uh, namely uh, the ability that he has to get after the quarterback. Uh, I think the uh, choice to bring him along and groom him along as more of an outside linebacker rather than a true defensive tackle to me is very brilliant on behalf of Bill Belichick, Steve Belichick, and also Gerard Mayo. You're watching these guys, uh, you know, really take an active interest in Ronnie and he seems to really, uh, you know, take to it. You mentioned getting after the quarterback and saying, Oh man, if only I could hit you, you'd be dead right now. I mean, right. that, that takes a certain <clears throat> personality and it takes a certain confidence and swagger. Ronnie Perkins definitely has that without any question. And uh, he has been a uh, pleasant surprise. Uh, it is far. for the rookies. It is because usually you hear nothing but crickets about right. the rookies. They're hidden. They're they're just they're just pieces. And Bill really tries to put them in a place where um, they're not focused on during this time of year because people get so hyped up about it. Um, and and but this, this man, you just cannot help but see the talent that he has and the swagger that he brings to the uh, to to this defensive front seven it, it, it's amazing another guy that I've really liked is and been I don't want to say surprised but I didn't know the kind of ball, ball player that he is it's Devin Godshaw yeah Godshaw has been amazing in the Unreal. middle part, in the middle part of that interior of the defensive line I was so impressed by his ability to move laterally to move side to side yep. it's something that the Patriots haven't had in quite a while and even though he's a little smaller than the prototypical nose tackle and folks believe me I've seen him up close Devon Godshaw is a big human being he's yes, going to more than be able to human. man that middle of the uh, the interior of the defensive line uh, you might be used to seeing someone about the size of like a Vince Wilfork he's not quite Wilfork size no but the athleticism that he shows and the ability that he has to be able to disrupt the passer is something that I think Patriots fans are going to love this kid for that reason. He can get up. He had two batted down passes the other day, uh, mm -hmm. one from Cam Newton, one from Mac Jones. So he's getting to different style quarterbacks. That really speaks so well for the preparedness that he brings to the table. You can see that he's been groomed in a Brian Flores defense. Uh, there are similarities here in New England, but there's also differences. And Devon uh, uh, spoke about that earlier last week, as, uh, or later, I should say, last week as well, when he saying that he could see the differences and the similarities between the two, but ultimately it was the lure of playing with Bill Belichick that brought him here, and the Patriots' defensive line is going to be that much better for it. Murph, what can I say? You bring the wisdom, the counsel, uh, the level-headed approach, and uh, the candid approach that we need so desperately here on Locked On Patriots. But, folks, we're not done yet because we're going to stay on the rookie side of things, and we're going to talk about a couple of explosive rookies one of which I think has a chance to make an immediate impact in New England. Find out. 
who we're talking about, and why we're talking about them with my good friend, the Count of Murphy, Fisto himself, Thomas Murphy, when this Monday episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. Locked On listeners, get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, NHL, all of your UFC MMA action, and of course the NFL with the only place that has you covered and the only place we trust. Bet online. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Before the start of your next favorite sporting event, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the greatest sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Head over to the website at betonline.ag and sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the action. Head over to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Folks, Thomas Murphy joins me here on the pod today. It is hashtag Locked On Murph Monday. And Murph, in the previous segment, we talked a little bit about some camp surprises. Obviously, we talked a little bit about Nikhil Harry and his uh, trade request and whether things might be changing. There might be a change in the wind uh, for Nikhil Harry and the New England Patriots. But one of the great things about training camp is getting a chance to see the rookies, especially rookies that are drafted uh, very high that come in with a lot of pedigree. And the Patriots have a couple of those this year without question. Obviously, a lot of eyes are on Mac Jones. And because my visibility to this team was limited during OTAs and during minicamp, I'm getting my first up-close-and-personal look at Mac in training camp in simulated settings in the red zone, giving it a chance to air it out a little bit. Um, the one thing that really does stand out to me with Mac Jones is his ability to shed the ball quickly. He can process the play quickly. He can make Bingo. the anticipatory throws. He's very accurate, very precise. And he shows, I think, a poise that players his age rarely show. Um, and the ones that do are the ones that matter in this league when I, when you talk quarterbacks. So I'm definitely impressed when it comes to Mac, but I still think his impact on this team is maybe even a year away. And that's saying that that's even conceding to the fact that he might see action before the end of the year. If Bill decides to make a quarterback change, or if there's an injury to cam or whatnot, I think cam starts the season as the starter. I think it would take a lot for anything to, uh, to change that. But at this time, I still think max impact is maybe a little bit away, maybe even a year away. Um, I don't think that's the case for his Alabama teammate on the opposite side of the ball. And that is one (laughs) Christian Barmore Uh, Barmore to me has been one of the most impressive rookies in camp so far. He's not a name that you're going to hear an awful lot, and it's difficult to really evaluate what Barmore brings to the table. And Bill alluded to this earlier when he spoke to the media because the pads aren't on yet. You can't really evaluate the offensive and the defensive lines until you really see the hit. Do you really see the ability to block and get the pads on and be able to get physical? But one thing that I've noticed about the way Christian is being employed is he's 
almost being groomed as a factor on passing downs. Uh, but I think what they're going to do is try to develop him more into that 3-4 defensive end in New England's base defense. Um, he's got the strength, the size, the agility to hold up in the run game, uh, but he can also get after the passer. And these are things that I think they're trying to groom him on and improve upon the skills uh, set that he showed in Alabama. Today, on, on, uh, on the, uh, the practice field, uh, Barmore was getting his first run with the starting group. That tells me that Bill Belichick and the Patriots Brain Trust are impressed by what they see. Murph, does Christian Barmore have what it takes to be a potential starter? And how quickly might we see him in the starting lineup when the actual games begin in September? Yeah, he does. What Bill's doing right now is he's trying to see if this kid can set an edge, if he's got the um, the mental capability to play on the outside, because it is a different it is a different skill set. And like you said, we we can't really determine this until the pads are on. Trust me, folks. From um, coming from a offensive lineman, a lifelong offensive lineman, that we're just going through through the motions until we can feel our pads hit somebody else until we can actually get out there and, and really let loose. Um, Barrymore could bear more. I'm going to get this. I'm, I really am. Um, Barmore is going to uh, end up being a significant piece in this year's uh in this this incarnation of of the Patriots defense he's going to play all up and down this line he's somebody that is that versatile uh it's just knowing when bill is going to be able to use him at his best and and getting a, a sense of what he is able to do on the outside we've already seen what he can do on the inside he is a, he is somebody that can split those gaps get up after the the quarterback and he's fast he is so fast. It is unbelievable. Seeing him um, unleashed on on opposing offensive units is, is going to be a joy. And to, just to get back to your original question, I think he could he could start on this defensive line right now. Yeah, and I think Bill agrees with you. Um, getting a chance to uh, talk with uh, our good friend Evan Lazar of CLNS Media the other day at training camp, and we were both watching Christian, and you know he he remarked to me, and we kind of went back and forth about him still being behind Dietrich, Dietrich Wise, folks, and uh, Henry Anderson, who's also been very impressive in camp thus far. Uh, but this kid is really developing uh, that ability to not only absorb what he needs to from the Patriots coaching staff, but also put it into practice. And that's something very right. rare for a Patriots rookie, especially on the defensive side of the ball. They have such high standards when it comes to the defensive players that they put out there. And if they're showing this type of um, confidence in Christian right. Barmore that early, speaks very well to him and the coaching that he, he's had he in He has a leg up. He has a yeah. leg up. This is roll pats. Um, he, he, the, the, the nomenclature is 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 different but the schemes are the same that that he ran at Alabama with a with a twist here and there people don't don't start writing at me and say what the hell are you you watching Murph coming from the Alabama program gives these guys a leg up and coming in here especially on the defensive side of the ball 
truly does without any question. And you see the advancement of guys that come in in an Alabama system. Uh, they're just they're ready to do it and they're ready to get the job done. So another Alabama defensive player that can really pay dividends for the New England Patriots, a la Dante Hightower and some of the other greats that they've had here as well. So uh, albeit different positions, folks, but uh, that right. pedigree and that uh, that ability uh, to uh, to play at a high level is something that I think Bill Belichick will continue uh, to utilize. And who knows, maybe we will see Christian Barmore sooner rather than later in traditional game settings when the Patriots begin the season. Last but certainly not least, but we're going to end on a rookie note as well. And um, a couple of weeks ago when training camp was first getting going, I shouldn't say really a couple of weeks ago, it was really just a little under that, but uh, we found out that rookie running back Ramondre Stevenson would be placed on the non-football injury list. Uh, A little disappointing, a little disheartening because he was one of the rookies I really wanted to see very much out of the gate. Um, Really was looking forward to seeing his prowess on the field, what he could bring to uh, the Patriots offense, not just in the way he runs uh, and his footwork, but also his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. Uh, Ramondre was pulled off of NFI pretty quickly and is out there on the practice fields. Murph, you know as well as I do that the Patriots love redshirting their freshman running backs. Uh, They like to bring these guys along slowly, give them the opportunity to learn. We saw them do it with James White. We saw them do it with Damian Harris. Uh, Sonny Michelle, a little bit of a different circumstance. He came in as a first-rounder, and they really needed him uh, right away. But the modus operandi of Bill Belichick is to bring these guys along slowly. With regard to Stevenson, however... If the Patriots were to entertain, and again, my gut reaction here, folks, is that they won't do this, but if they were to entertain any type of offers for Sony Michelle and maybe send him packing, or if he could possibly be a surprise cut at the top of, uh, um, of the, uh, the roster, that would mean that Ramondre Stevenson would need to be ready immediately uh, to contribute and right. really contribute uh, as one of uh, uh, the Patriots uh, premier pass catching backs and a change of pace back and someone that could really kind of set the tone uh, when they need to give Harris a little bit of a break from what you've seen thus far, not so much even during camp because the sample size is very limited, my friend. Um, but what you've seen and what you've read about Stevenson and even how we've talked in the past about him, is that a role you can see him taking on this year, or is this really destined to be a redshirt year for him in New England? Um, it, it, it does all come down to what happens on the depth chart above him. Um, it, we could still see a, uh, a redshirt year out of this guy. I, I am hoping that that is not true, that he does get on the field, because what he's he's been able to show – what he showed in the spring practices that he did participate in, I was really excited to see what he was mm-hmm. going to be able to do uh, once the pads got on. And, and this week we're, we're definitely going to see that. Uh, I, I believe he could play a huge part in this, in this offense. He's somebody that is very versatile, um, that can catch the ball out of the backfield, although he didn't do, do a ton of it uh, while he was in college. But, but no, he is, he's, I was surprised that that he missed the time that he's missed now, but allowing that to happen and just saying, okay, uh, we'll put you on pup and get healed up shows to me that Bill could be more inclined to use him this year than get that that red shirt year in. It's just, it seemed more that he was out there and healthy than that he was out there. 
Yeah, absolutely. Very, very well put. And from what I've seen from him so far, he is showing seedlings. And they're small seedlings, folks, but he is showing seedlings of right. being a dual threat type of running back with the Pats. He's physical, uh, but he's got the athleticism to make the tacklers miss in short yardage. And when you look at the comparisons he's drawing to LeGarrette Blunt, uh, I was one of them. That was one of those that uh, compared him to LeGarrette, and I thought that was a pretty apt comparison. I noticed he moves his feet a little bit more than LeGarrette did. LeGarrette was a little bit more deliberate, uh, right. a little bit more uh, straightforward, a little bit more, um, and I say this with respect for LeGarrette, who I absolutely loved watching play here, uh, a little bit more lumbering in his style. Ramondre's actually got a little bit more of a finesse run to him, than I, more so than I gave him credit for, and his ability to be able to catch the ball out of the backfield does make him that dual threat. So, Again, if the Patriots are forced to utilize him early, I think Bill is taking the approach where he'd like him to be ready as opposed to not. But I think given the choice, I think they're probably going to want to bring him along slowly, not burn him out, because this could be a very good one-two combination at the top of this running back depth chart for years to come if they have guys like Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson in this backfield. could be a fun tandem to watch for a number of years here in New England. I'm excited to watch it. I think Patriots fans are excited to watch it. And... Things are starting to come together, man. I mean, yeah. I feel like uh, I feel like Lou Brown from Major League starting to come together, Pepper. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it really uh, it's starting to look good. And the fact that pads are coming on this week uh, will be interesting. And I think we're going to get a chance to see what a lot of these guys are made of, not just the rookies, folks, but the veterans. Speaking of veterans, my friend, there is nobody who's the wisdom and counsel uh, that we value more here. There may be a few that are up there that we value just as much, but nobody more than you, my buddy. Uh, your familia here on Locked On Patriots, the true Don of Locked On Patriots. And folks, you should already be following this man. But for any of our new listeners, please follow my good friend, the Count of Murphy Fisto himself on Twitter at Team Earth 207. I say it every week, and every week it just gets better and better. The content that this man is putting out on E2G Sports is always point, click, learn material, whether it be football, baseball. He dips his toe into it all, and he brings it to you with class, accuracy, and a candor that is so richly needed in our business today. My hat is always off to you. I'm always in awe of your work, uh, always honored and humbled by your presence. So please, folks, give Murph a follow on Twitter. Check out his great work on E2G Sports. And, of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't tell you never to miss an episode of One Patriot's Place with Murph, our good friend Steve Balistrieri, and the Countess of Class herself, Miss Claire Cooper. Thank you so much, bud. Looking forward to talking ball with you again right here next week on Locked on Murph Monday. Yeah, thank you, bud. I'm always here for you. Always here for the uh, the locked on uh, nation, and it, it is man. It, it's gonna it's it's gonna get fun. Next week's next Monday is gonna be fun. People, take the morning off. <laughs> Absolutely, and we'll be here to get you through it, folks. Until next week, bud. Stay safe and well, and thanks again for all of the wisdom and counsel you lend to locked on Patriots. Just like that, Patriots fans, one down, but we're just getting warmed up for your camp coverage for the week. So to ensure that you do not miss a single second of the action, download, subscribe to, and follow the Locked On Patriots podcast on platforms such as Spotify, the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Just make sure that you are staying locked in to Locked On Patriots.
And with the return of football action on the field quickly approaching, betting on the NFL does not have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, my name is Mike DeBate. I thank my good friend Thomas Murphy for his time, his insight, and his appearance on today's pod. But most of all, I thank you so much for listening and for continuing to make Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. Until tomorrow, Foxborough faithful, stay safe, stay well, be the change you wish to see in the world. Have a great day, everyone. Just like that, Patriots fans, one down, but we're just getting warmed up for your camp coverage for the week. So to ensure that you do not miss a single second of the action, download, subscribe to, and follow the Locked On Patriots podcast on platforms such as Spotify, the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Just make sure that you are staying locked in to Locked On Patriots. And with the return of football action on the field quickly approaching, betting on the NFL does not have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, my name is Mike DeBate. I thank my good friend Thomas Murphy for his time, his insight, and his appearance on today's pod. But most of all, I thank you so much for listening and for continuing to make Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. Until tomorrow, Foxborough faithful, stay safe, stay well, be the change you wish to see in the world. Have a great day, everyone.